Welcome to the Annie Jennings PR Poker Pro Interview Series, a poker how-to podcast series that includes lots of other experts in other areas as well. We like to feature the most accomplished players in the industry. Today we are very pleased to have with us Charlie, and Charlie is an expert at winning blackjack. We, the, Charlie's here today as part of our series. We've already covered lots of great stuff in how to learn how to play winning blackjack. And Charlie, I just want to welcome you first before we talk about what we're going to go over today. Welcome, Charlie. Thank you, Annie. Glad to be here. Wonderful. And Charlie's website is blackjackforwinners.com, and you can check it, check all his offerings out, including his DVD series. So, Charlie, we've gone over in previous podcasts now lots of information about good basic strategy and a little background information on blackjack. To th- in this in this podcast, we are going to talk about something known as a soft total. So, would you give us a description, a definition of a soft total? Okay, a soft total, we're, and we're we're really just continuing on with basic strategies. So blackjack basic strategy, where we started where we finished with hard totals last uh, podcast, Mm -hmm. and we'll move over now to soft totals and then probably finish with pair splitting. Okay. And soft total, uh, soft hands are hands that include an ace. So if you have an ace two, an ace five, an ace nine, an ace seven, whatever you have that includes an ace is a soft hand. So what I'd like to do is describe exactly how to play every soft hand. Uh, again, the hard totals were about 80% of all the hands, but the soft totals are very important, and pair splitting is very important because they're a little more complex than the hard hand totals. All right, so here we go. Let's get started. Okay, the, the best way of thinking of how to play soft hands in basic strategy is think of them in twos and by that I mean think of the lowest two soft hand totals that's an ace two and ace three if you had an ace ace naturally which would be a one one or eleven eleven an ace ace will be talked about in pair splitting. So the next lowest hand that you could have is an ace two. So the two lowest hands are the ace two and ace three. Think of them in tools in twos. You double the ace two and the ace three against the two worst cards that the dealer can have. Do you remember what those two worst cards are? I believe it was the five and the six. Five and the six is exactly right. Oh, I love Very good. <laughs> so here's what we're going to do. Oh, I'm, I'm new, too. Right. <laughs> so good. we're going to move up the ladder by twos, starting with the ace two and the ace three, and we're going to add one more card to double against every two hands up. We're going to go with the ace two, ace three. Then we're going to talk about the ace four and the ace five. And next, we're going to talk about the ace six and the ace seven. These are all the key hands on what you do in basic strategy because the ace eight and the ace nine, naturally, you stand. They're very good hands. <coughs> and the ace, excuse me, and the ace ten is blackjack. So let's talk about the ace two now. You double against the two worst 
cards that the dealer could have, the five and the six. Moving up the ladder, you double against the four and the five against the dealer's four, five, and six. That also makes it easy to associate, Annie, as you did okay. before, the ace four and the ace five. Mm-hmm. You double against the dealer's four, five, and six. Mm-hmm. Now, as our hands get better with the ace six and the ace seven, there's one more card that the dealer has that you double down against, and that is the three, four, five, and six. So just saying it again, the ace two and the ace three, you double against the dealer's two worst cards, the five and the six. The ace four and the ace five, you double against the dealer's four, five, and six. The ace six and the ace seven, you double against the dealer's three, four, five, and six. And you hit naturally against all the other cards. The only exception to what I just said was, is the A7. We're going to go in into the A7 in just a second after we're sh- you're sure you're clear on what I just said about the A2s, the A3s, and the A4s, and the A5s, and the A6s, and the A7s. Are you clear on that, Annie? Well, I am, and, and I'm going to ask you a question, though, because okay. I'd like to go over this a little. Sure. Uh, soft totals we've been talking about in our previous conversation to this point has been about doubling. You've been telling us when we want to double soft totals. Soft totals are any two cards or any total that includes an ace. That's correct. Okay. So now we're gonna, we have soft totals, and you want us to know when to double down against, against the what the dealer is showing. That is correct. All right, so... Ace two, or is that? Wait, I'm allowed to say ace two, ace three, right? Right. Ace right. Two, so we don't want to be thinking ace right. is either a now ace two a is a three or a thirteen. That's a very good point, and we mentioned it uh, one podcast ago, or maybe even two. Right. So don't but it's think very that important way. to think of the ace two and the ace three as an ace two and an ace three. Right. If don't try to get fancy with the conversion. Yeah, right. Don't think about the ace three being four or fourteen. Okay. So Just forget say the ace. It's ace three. Equals you, anything else other than an right. ace. If you, hit a, if you hit the ace three, because you're going to be hitting the ace three uh-huh. against the two, three, and four, and high cards. So if you have an ace three and you hit it with a, let's say, a three, then you have a six. A six, and then you double down against the dealers three, four, five, and six. That's very good, except you now Uh-oh. have three cards. That's the only reason that you now have three cards, so you hit against the dealers three, four, five, or six, right? Because you would be doubling, but you only can double if you have two cards. Oh, you're saying at that only when you have two. See, we're getting that's some little very details that down. Yeah, very good question, right? So that's you can double good. when you have only two cards. If you have a third card, you can't just suddenly double. double. That's exactly right. Okay, guys, remember that. It's a very important point to remember, right? And. Uh, the A7 is the A7 is a crucial crucial. The A7 is probably the hardest hand for you to memorize, but you can all do it. Every every listener can can just memorize this and with the A7. Just think about it. you've already got in your head hopefully that the A6 and the A7 you double down three, four, five, and six. With the A6 though, it's just like a hard nine. 
you double it against the three, four, five, and six, but you hit against the two at high cards, the seven, eight, nine, ten, and ace. With the ace seven, there are some exceptions to that. <clears throat> the ace seven is the hardest single combination of cards for you to memorize. And here's what you do with the ace seven. You stand with the two, you double with the three, four, five, and six. You stand with the seven, you stand with the eight, you hit the nine, ten, ace. Now, I know I said it fast, and I know it's a complicated one, but if you can just remember how to move up with twos and all the other combination of cards, then and, and everything there, as long as you're moving up with twos, <clears throat> and you know that you hit everything except that you never stand with an A6, uh, the only thing that's even fairly complicated is the A7. So the A7, I'm going to say it again. You stand with the two. You double with the three, four, five, and six. You stand with the seven. You stand with the eight, and you hit the nine, ten, and ace. Annie, you have just finished. If you've memorized this, now I know the A7 is complicated, but I've said it over and over again, and just keep playing this back right. you just over have and to over flip again. It over and over again, and take the A7 one is the hard one. Group at a time. Really. Yeah, just two. Just go up in twos. The Ace two and the Ace three. You double against the five and the six. The Ace four and the Ace five. You double against the four, five, and six. The Ace six and the Ace seven. You double against the three, four, five, and six. Everything else with the Ace six down, you hit against. The Ace seven is the only exception. With a seven, mm -hmm. you stand with the two. You double against the three, four, five, and six. You stand with the seven, you stand with the eight, and you hit the nine, ten, ace. And the ace eight and the ace nine, you you stand with everything. All right. Now, there's a. can we just go back to that one exception you said with the ace seven? You just said it was the hardest one to memorize, with the exception being you're standing on a two? You're, you're standing with a two. You're doubling with the three, four, five, and six. You're standing with the seven. You stand with the eight. You hit the nine, ten, ace. Now, with my flashcards, you, you, this is going to be a lot easier mm -hmm. because you're going to be having a flashcard that's going to say, "You have a seven, uh, and uh, versus a two. You've got to have to say right away you stand. You have an a seven. When do you stand with an a seven? And you've got to say two, seven, eight. And when do you hit an a seven? And you're going to, the back of the card will res, the response should be nine ten ace. Mm -hmm. When do you double against a seven? The response should be three four five and six. And your handy little cheat sheet here has everything color coded. So let me exactly just look down. Right. Let me look down to my a seven. Right. And then I look at it and I look up there. I see okay, dealer has a two. It's in red. That's a red S. Means Perfect. stand. My double downs are three four five and six. Right. Stand on the seven eight and the rest are hits. Right, and we got stand for the red. We have double down on the white, and they're all color coordinated. And again, some people might find it useful to listen to this podcast over and over again, or or download it and listen to it on their iPod, or listen to the CD that uh, that I've got. But and other people visually will be able to memorize this a lot easier. So it depends upon the way you learn. All right. So well, we've finished. Now, the hard totals, we've finished the soft totals. There's only one group left, and that's pair splitting, and this is not that hard. You think we got the soft totals down? You yeah. want to have it? Okay. Are you about to go to the pair splitting? 
Well, you're going to go to the parasitic now, but let me, okay, once you teach me this, which should be, if it's as easy as the others in terms of your presentation, I should be able to go to the casino tonight, right? Exactly right. Because I, I won't know how to count cards yet. I honestly believe mm-hmm. that you will be able to, after this session that we've gone through, you will be able to go to the casinos, and if you go to Las Vegas, you will be able to break even with the casinos over a long period of time. Uh, if you go to places that only have multiple deck games, like Atlantic City, or the Bahamas, or other places, then you will have about a half of 1% against you. Right, because the real advantage comes in your ability to, to count the cards and know when the, death, the deck is rich, etc. Remember, the dealer has got to hit the 12, 13, 14, 15, and 16, and if he hits with high cards, the player, has, with, if, as long as high cards, the, the deck that's left to play is rich in high cards, the player has the advantage. And that's what you must understand. If the deck is rich in low cards, then the player has a bigger disadvantage. All so, right. Well, we'll get on to that a little later. Okay. That's later. My head's spinning now. Okay. <laughs> I'm only right, I think you've got the I think you've got the hard totals and the soft totals, and we what? just have to move to pair splitting. Let's go to pair splitting. Okay. This is, this is it. Now with pair splitting, I want you to start with three pairs: the twos, threes, and sevens. The twos, threes, and sevens you split seven down. All right. Have you got that? The twos, the threes. You have two twos. You have two threes or you have two sevens, you split seven down. When the dealer is showing a seven, seven or less, seven, five, six, five, four, four three, three two. or two. No ace, though. That's treated differently. Well, also, no eight, nine, ten, a race. You, you, you just, uh, you, you do not split those. Oh, you just. You just hit those. You just hit those. Okay. Right. All right. So the splitting, though, is against. See, I guess it really everything you're making choices on what the dealer has most all the time, right? So you right. you evaluate your hand up against what the dealer has, and then you make your decision. That's exactly called that right. basic strategy. Exactly right. All right. That's so all we're doing now. So it? you're dealt your twos, you're dealt your threes. No you reason to get excited. Seven. I know we all love to see two of a kind. You're you're dealt your twos, you're dealt your threes, you're dealt your sevens. The dealer is showing a seven or less. Charlie, what do you do? You split. Very good. Oh, I'm going to give you an A+. plus. I'm going to give you an ace. <laughs> so you split your hand. <laughs> With a ten underneath it. But you know something I just think about? It. You know, it is important to say, you know, you can split. And then sometimes you wind up then with a hard hand. Let's just say you split sevens. Right. And you hit a four. And then you're going to want to double down if they allow you to double That's down. That's right. Now it gets a little more splitting. complicated, so you get to apply more strategy because then that would be an 11. Then you right. have an 11, and your chances of getting a 10 are pretty good because 30% of the deck is 10. So right. there you go. You might as well double down at that point, hope to get your 10, and then there you go. You've got 21. That's right. You're getting good. You're getting a little, good. A exactly right. <laughs> All right, so, we, we, so we're talking about our pair. So we, now we have the twos, the threes, and the sevens. So the dealer's showing a seven or less. You split these, and you play each one individually. Right. Okay. And then you play just as if it's a hard total from there, because you're, or, or it could be a soft total because you could hit an ace. But then 
you know, you've got to be able to play the soft totals. So then you circle back to one of the strategies. Right. right. You circle back to one of the strategies we, er we learned before. So we don't have to learn anything new. We exactly just have to know right. where to split and then go back to our basic strategy knowledge for soft or hard totals. Very good. That's exactly right. Okay. Wow. Now, after we've got the twos, threes, and sevens, mm -hmm. let's talk next about what you never split and what you always split. Well, okay, we never split the fives. I remember that it's That's right. somewhere. You never split fives and tens. Do you want to tell us a little why? Is it, why? It's because fives and five, five, five and five is ten, so you already have a pretty good hand. That's exactly you right. Treat you're it gonna, as a hard. Then you're going to move up to the hard totals and say, what do you do with the With ten? a hard ten, yes, and you, exactly. And you double nine down. Right? Mm -hmm. Easy for you to say, but yeah, I believe you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, five and ten, I double when the dealer's showing a nine down. Right. Remember, we double, we double the 11, 10 down. You, the you 10, the 9, nine down, 10, the nine, 9 down, right. Down, and and what? The 9 down is the 3, 4, 5, 6. What's that? That's a 7, 11, though. Remember that we talked about the 9 down, you... The 9, the nine down, if you have a 10, you double it. Nine, the dealer has a 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, right. or 2. Almost every card the dealer has, if you have a 10... You're, you're doubling down almost every card except the 10 and the ace. All right, and what if I have a 9? If you have a 9, you double down 3, 4, 5, and 6. That's right, and that's where my 7-11 comes in. Okay. Remember right. that one? 9 down. So we go to 7-11 nine times a week. <laughs> so there okay. we go. If you have a 9, you double down on the 3, 4, 5, and 6. That is right. That's good. Whatever you can do to associate, to associate. you can do. Okay, so back to our splitting. We talked about the three pair, two, two, three, three, seven, seven. We talked about never splitting fi five, and five. Fives and tens. And fives and tens. Never and split fives and tens. And always splitting eights and aces. Always split ace, eights, and aces. Uh, eights and aces. Mm, two eights always, and two aces. Huh? You always split. You see, if, if you take that card out. I'm looking at it, yeah. Okay, you'll take your I got a cheat sheet, guys, so I'm really Good. not that smart. <laughs> <laughs> take a look at the eights and take a look at the aces and it'll I have see a the aces are uh, they're coded. All the way through, right. They're coded. You just right. don't have to make it. so so basically you wanna see your aces that make it easy for yourself. Then you just go and split them, what the heck. Right. The aces and eights. You always split your aces and eights. Right. Okay. I, don't, I hesitate to ask you why, because you're going to say that's just because the computers say to do that so. Is but believe, I, believe me, I don't yeah, question the computer. You don't question well, first of all, when you have an ace, you know, naturally, by the way, when you do have aces, almost every casino, they'll, they won't allow you to split and double down. And they won't allow you to split and then re-split if you get another race. See, this is a good time. Could you take a moment out to describe why you need to know the rules of the casino? I mean, we're all new to this. We are, you know, your listeners are new, basically, to this. So we have to know certain rules, don't we? Well, you, you know should make sure the casino you're playing at in Blackjack, uh, they are, there are some casinos, the, the rules are different a lot of different places. I, uh, it gets pretty complicated, but we could talk about Monte Carlo, or Monte Carlo, uh, you can. Well, since we're looking at Monte double. Carlo, what the heck? We might as well know. Uh, we'll, we'll, talk, okay, we'll talk about Monte Carlo for a second. Only kidding. Atlantic <laughs> City is good because it's either Atlantic City or Vegas, right? Or Mississippi. Right. right. Well, almost every place in Atlantic City and, and in Vegas allows you to uh, split, re split, uh, 
depending upon how many times you can resplit the the casino. Mm-hmm. But as long as you can resplit and double down after you split, the rules will probably be good enough for you to play and win if you do all the things that we'll be talking about in this podcast as well as new podcast. All right, so we got to pair splitting. We did our twos, threes, and sevens, and then you wanted to tell us about the fives and tens, and, and never to split the fives and tens, and always split the eights and aces. That's exactly right. And then resort to your your hard total or soft total playing strategy. Exactly right. As described Remind earlier. Remind me later, because we'll talk about the Monte Carlo rules later, because they are very interesting rules, but they don't apply to too many people. So let's go on now to what else we... We split then. We we split the fours against the two worst cards that the dealer has. Oh, the are, five and the six. I remember. Right, very good. Why did that, that one comes easy to me? Yeah, well, it, it should because the five and the six. You can know that they're, they're the worst two cards the dealer could have. So you split the fours so against, the, fours against the, the worst five two. and the six. Okay, worst two cards dealer has. Right. You split sixes, six down. I'll say this again. You split sixes, and it's easy to associate that. Sixes, six down. Mm-hmm. Now, Seven. there's only one more split that is a little more complicated. Remember the nine was the most complicated it's with the hard total. trouble. Right. But nine's the trouble hand. And so the two nines, mm-hmm. you split all except the seven, ten, and ace. Another way of saying that is you split nines against low cards and eight and nine. And now, if you want to know about an association that I have mm-hmm. used, yeah. if you want to think of it, and, and you determine whether you want to think, but you got to think of it one way or the other. you got to think of it. As soon as you see the two nines, you, it, what must flash into your head is split, all except seven, ten, or ace. Split, all except seven, ten, or ace. Or say to yourself, split, low cards 8 and 9, low cards 8 and 9. Now, if you want to go to the second one, low cards 8 and 9, you can picture an 89-year-old man in a gymnastic class splitting a low split with a great big 9. It's hard to imagine an 89-year-old man doing a split anyway. So picture it, though. And with a big nine nine on each one of his two shoes, so a big nine nine, a low split, an eighty nine year old man, you split against low cards and eight and nine. So including the eight and nine, so when the dealer has low cards, which are six and below, mm-hmm. consider low cards, and the eight and nine. Mm-hmm. You split, so you're 89, so nine nines, picture those shoes now, big nine nines, neon flashing nine nines. There you go. 89-year-old person's shoes, flashing like crazy and in the and doing a split. So you split Perfect. low cards and the eight and nine. That's exactly right. Okay. Well, I will think of you when I get my nine nine. Right. Good. <laughs> hey, this one's for you, Charlie. I'll be the one. I'll be the one waving. Right. That's great. <laughs> now, That's believe fun. it or not, mm-hmm. you're finished. No. You are finished. You have just memorized every single, every 
single combination of cards you could possibly me. get in the casino. Wow. I promise you, that's how easy it is. So if you, even if you didn't, right, right now, let's just say we've only been doing this for a few minutes. If you haven't gotten it right now, just listen to it over and over again, and you're going to have it within two days for sure. I probably see that, th- yeah. three days at the most. If you listen to it over and over again. Right. I like to segment. For me, Charlie, learning is segmentizing. I'll make up a word there. All right. I like that one. Learning, yeah, certain things at a time and committing them to memory and looking for patterns and things. Right. So, you know, I can use my photographic memory at any time. That's that's perfect. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But but really, think about it. This is so simple and... It really can't take more than a few days. And once you have this down cold to where you'll never, ever, ever make a mistake on basic strategy, and the flashcards help tremendously. If you're able to do this, then, you and only then, can you move to counting the cards. And the great part is counting the cards is fun. Can I ask you a question before we go? We're yes. going to go do that in our next podcast. Okay. Can you have unlucky? This this sounds so easy. I feel like going and playing and, you know, winning a lot of money. However, I know it doesn't always work out that way. Tell me, can you have unlucky streaks? Oh, sure. Yeah, so tell me oh, about sure. some of those. I mean, we all, now let's pretend we know basic strategy. What's going to happen when we play basic strategy, no card counting? Are we going to have winning sessions, losing sessions? Right. Well, here's what's going to happen. You're going to have winning sessions and losing sessions, mm-hmm. uh, but over a long period of time, uh, especially a very long period well, of time. Well, we don't want to wait that long. <laughs> but no, o- over a long period of time, you will lose. Oh, okay. A half well, yeah, we, that we can wait. Well, you're going to lose a half of 1% of all the money you bet over a long period of time in, in Atlantic City and in and, and the Bahamas and a lot of in Aruba. Um Oh, let's see, in uh, Macau. I mean, almost, uh, you know, in Monte Carlo. Remember to remind me to talk about the rules of Monte, about Monte Carlo. Carlo. We want to talk about money management, too, oh, but so when you do yeah, something, you strategy, about money management yeah, you kind of yeah. know if it's not like your night, you know, and uh, and how to manage yourself. Yeah, money management is very, very sure. important. You should be sure. playing, you know, much. Remember, the main thing you want to do is the next segment is going to be card counting. And the main thing you want to do is get as much money on the table as you possibly can without getting kicked out when the deck is rich in high cards. And you want to get up or get away from the game or bet as little as possible when a whole bunch of low cards are going to be coming out. But before you get to the card counting, if you're just playing basic strategy, you will lose a half of 1% of all the money you bet over a long period of time in most places in some really great conditions like Las Vegas mm-hmm. where they have one deck and two deck games you're you break even you'll break even over a long period of time which means you could you well, know some nights will be really good and others won't be so good exactly but you're going to have unlucky times and you're going to have very lucky times sure and it's and I, I would say this also is that when you have the lucky times and you're and you are playing with their money keep playing with their money and try and win a lot of money but when you lose, you've got to cut your losses short. It's no different than in the stock market. And you've yeah. got to understand that, especially if you start to lose and you start to lose more than you can afford, you've got to stop playing. And you can't keep trying to say, well, I know I'm only 
supposed to lose. Let me I have double a down on everything and double my money back. Right. I mean, it's just, <laughs> as <can't>. a joke. <laughs> you know how people get. Yeah, you start to lose your your discipline and frame of mind. So we'll right. we'll definitely get into some very good solid money managed uh, strategies. Right. What, what happens also? It's important to understand is that uh, you, if you, when once you start the card counting part of it, once you get to like every real plus one in card counting will give you a half of 1% advantage. So if you start off with a half of 1% disadvantage, then you have to wait till you get to a real plus one, and the the deck is mm-hmm. rich in high cards with a real plus one, but you have to wait to, to where you have an advantage over the casino to where you get to more than a real plus one. Mm-hmm. As soon as you get more than a real plus one, over the casino, then you have an advantage, and you should be winning over a long period of time. Once you get to where, after another couple of podcasts, once you get to where you uh, are able to keep track of the cards and you can bring the advantage to your favor by uh, a half of 1% and 1%, then think about it. You're going to win 1% to 1.5% to 2% of all the money you bet over a long period of time. If you have the discipline and the money management style to do this, you can do this. And we're going to get to the card counting, I guess, next. But uh, uh, you've got the basic strategy. Learn that cold and because the fun part is turning over a deck of cards, two at a time, counting the twos, threes, fours, fives, and sixes as plus one, and counting the tens and aces as minus one, and understanding at the end of one deck, when you turn it over, you should have zero at the end. So you'll know what the last few cards are most of the time. Oh, very interesting. But we'll get to the very card counting later. All right, yeah, because I can hear my listeners right now saying, we want to know, we want to know. So let's wrap up this podcast. Okay. Charlie is not going anywhere. Don't you worry, folks. He will be back in a couple of minutes. He's one podcast away. Charlie, I still want to thank you for being with us today. You can reach Charlie at blackjackforwinners.com. Charlie, thanks so much. We'll be back very soon. Thank you, Annie. Enjoyed it. Mm-hmm.